So the first scripture I want to go into is Hebrews 11. I'm sorry, 4.11. And that says, and this is, I'm using the um, MEV for this particular. Let us labor, therefore, to enter that rest, lest anyone fall by the same... What? It cut off on me. Hold on. The same pattern of unbelief. So when we don't choose to <clears throat> enter into that rest or um, his peace, his presence, we kind of um, are entering into unbelief. So what's the opposite of faith? Unbelief. So we want to enter in, labor, it says, work. Labor is work. I don't know how many moms we got out there, but when you labor, give labor to a child, that is work. Ask my daughter. She was in labor with both of her children for over 24 hours, and <laughs> woo, that was labor. I've never seen anyone work so hard in my life. Um, and then the other version, which is amazing and I love, is the Passion Translation for Hebrews 4.11. And I want to... Let us labor, therefore, to enter that rest, lest anyone... Oops, that's the same one I just read. Sorry, guys. So then we must be eager to experience this faith rest life so that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt and unbelief. So when we're not entering into his rest, we're following a pattern of doubt and unbelief. And I'm not saying this to condemn anybody. I'm just saying the opposite of faith is unbelief, right? So I just want to encourage you to strive, and I believe that that's the only thing, the only thing that we should work super hard for like, I don't think that we should work to, you know, there's there's obviously good things that we do in our life, right? Like, we help the poor, we, we minister, we preach the gospel. But if you're not in that place of continual, consistent rest in his presence, it makes things harder. But if you are struggling, striving, and there's another verse I think I'm going to go over where Paul says, strive we strive to enter into that rest um it might have been the same as that hebrews 4 11 that could have been the one i'm thinking of but we'll continue let's watch the video first actually guys so i want you to see how she in this video i love this how she works so hard when she's dancing with jesus she doesn't have to do anything it's easy That's awesome. I love that video. So that's how hard I believe that we should push and strive. Like she was fighting to get back to Jesus. And there's so many distractions, so many in life that come along in the world that make themselves seem great and good. And they may feel good for a while. 
but that's not the place where God wants us to be. His word says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. That burden that she had on herself from all those other things that the world said that they had to offer, that was not light. That was not easy. That was heavy and hard, and it was killing her, literally killing her. God says that he sets before you life or death, and he gives you the answer. He says, choose life, and Jesus is life, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, guys. I'm a little unorthodox this morning. The Holy Spirit's taking over the whole service, <laughs> but that's a good thing because I don't want me to speak. I want him to speak. So um, do we have the song ready? I can play it from my phone, but you want my phone? Okay, so I'll just talk for a second. Um, the song that my husband so eloquently and beautifully sang and recorded, <laughs> uh, I Rest in You, we actually co-wrote it. And it was during a time when I was so into his rest, so into his presence that I just came up with these words because that's where it's at. It's in that place that he sees us, we see him, and nothing else matters. Everything is easy, everything comes smoothly. So I just wanted us to listen to the words of this song. And a lot of times when I am struggling and fighting to get into that place, because sometimes it's hard, y'all. Like we have, like that girl in the video, we have so many things coming at us at once as wives, mothers, teenagers. I mean, there's so many things that the world is like, hello, you know, I have this to offer you. There's so many distractions. Um, but when you fight, fight, fight the good fight of faith, which is the opposite of unbelief, fight to get into that place of rest. And everything is easy. If you have seven people coming at you, saying, Mom, can I have this? Can I have that? You have the world coming at you saying, take this. This will satisfy you. And you're in that place of rest. It's easy. You're just dancing with Jesus. And you don't have to worry. You know, your eyes are focused on him, on him. So whatever's happening in the background, like at the end, she got down on her knees and she was worshiping him. And she even looked behind her at one point and was like, oh, he's got them, I'm good. And he was holding them all back for her because she finally realized the world's a liar, whatever comes at her, it does not matter, it does not satisfy. And he is fighting her battles for her because she fought. She had to do it when she was going through all those things, dancing with Satan, dancing with um, love of money, dancing with suicidal thoughts, anxiety, depression, she fought, she realized, she snapped out of it and said, wait a second, this is not satisfying. Maybe it was fun for a while, but when I walked away from him, when I made the conscious decision to walk away from Jesus, all these things came at me and things began to not be great. So she turned around and said, oh heck no, I'm going this way. And that's repenting, that's all repenting is. When people hear the word repentance or repent, they think that that's, begging God to forgive them, or, oh, I'm so sorry for the sin I committed. The actual definition of repent is to turn your eyes towards Jesus. 
that's where it's at. Enter into his rest. Seek first the kingdom of God and all the other things will be given to you. So she fought so hard. And that's the whole point of the, the message this morning. The Holy Spirit wants you guys to get, if you get nothing else from this, just get, you have to fight. That's the only thing you fight for. That's the only thing you work for. You don't have to get up and, and work to water your flowers. Oh, man, this is so hard, you know, or get stressed out because your kids are coming at you all at once. If you make the conscious decision to en enter into his rest, everything else will be easy. It will literally flow. It seems like it doesn't make sense. You're like, yeah, sure, I've tried that before. <laughs> but it really is true. But you have to fight for it. Fight for it. That's the only thing you have to fight for. Just audio? Awesome. A lot of times when I need to fight my way to that place, I'll actually go and listen to that song, and it ministers to me a lot just when I need to fight to get into that rest. And you guys can go to um, our YouTube channel, Lighthouse of Faith, and it's on there. It's one of the videos. It's called I Rest in You if you want to, if you're in the middle of that fight to get into his presence and often when I do that um, I feel like <laughs> I, I just have the picture in my head of I don't know what that guy is from the Goonies his name yeah the one where at the end when they're in the cave and he's on the ship sloth yeah and he like busts his shirt open and he has a Superman thing he's like hey you guys that's how I feel when I come out of the prayer room and I'm like, I've been in his rest and I'm like in his rest. You know, it's, it's awesome. And we want to just be there constantly. And it is possible. I know that there's um, contrary opinions to that where, where you, can't, you can't always be in the spirit. You can't always be in God's presence. You can. You can. Yes, amen. But it's a fight. It's a good fight in faith. Sometimes, I mean, my husband is way better at it than I am. He's always like, chill, rest, you're good. And I'm like, but, but, but. Okay, so we're going to go to the next. Um, First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 17. And the rest of these verses I'm going to do in ESV. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Is that it? First Thessalonians five sixteen through 17. I thought it would be easier for me to just turn around and read it from the screen instead of going back and forth on my phone, but let me. Yeah, chapter five, verse 16 through 17. 
That is all? Okay. So, praying without ceasing means you're always in the spirit. To me, that's what I get from that. And the word of God is, I'm just going to hold this here so I'm not going back and forth. So, when you're praying without ceasing, that means that you're always in the spirit. Because how can you be in the natural or the physical and be praying constantly? You need to be in the spirit. And then this next one is Psalm 16 through 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So the last part real quick I want to touch on is who's at God's right hand? Yes, amen, Jesus. So in Jesus are pleasures forevermore. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And he makes known the path of life. So when you're in his presence, your joy is full. Amen? Isaiah 26.3 You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. So again, when you have your mind stayed on Jesus, he keeps you in his perfect peace, because he trusts in you, because we trust in him. Right? When we, go, when we enter into his rest, we strive, we labor to be in his rest where things are easy and light. He gives us perfect peace because our mind is stayed on him. Amen? Amen? And then Colossians 3, 1 to 2. Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2. If then you have been raised with Christ... Seek things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And when you are in that place of perfect peace, perfect rest in his presence, it's so easy, so easy to do that, to set your things on things above and not the things on earth. But we have to fight to get there. Jeremiah 24, 7. Jeremiah 24, 7 says, I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. So, again, like how I was saying, repenting. So, Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins, all of our um, uh mental our emotions everything our healing everything and when we decide to return to him that's all repenting is we return to him your first love because sometimes it's easy to get distracted like the girl in the video right but we have to fight through all those things of the world and get back dancing with him resting in him Hebrews 3, 1. Hebrews 3, 1. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, 
consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. Is that it? So when you are entered into his rest, you're sharing in his heavenly calling because you're considering him, right? The high priest of our confession. And when you, when you are in his rest, it's also e easy to confess. You speak those words of life over yourself, over your children. And that's a great way. That's a practical way. I know we like to give practical application. So that's a great way to help combat your way and stay in staying in the spirit living in the spirit and not in the flesh is confession amen you speak out considering jesus and your heavenly calling you speak things like you are holy you are holy you are worthy god you have given me your mind your spirit your thoughts are my thoughts your ways are my ways because we are seated in heavenly places with Jesus. Amen? So we speak those things out all day long. And it's easier. We don't have to fight as hard to get into that place if things are trying to pull us out. Speak out. Speak out when things are easy. So when things start to get harder, it's not so hard. <laughs> if that makes sense. Jonah 2.7. Jonah 2.7. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. So this is a lot of what sometimes is my fight. Um, <laughs> when I feel like my life is fainting away, where I have everything coming at me at once, and a lot of times people think I'm angry because um, I have that face, you know, like, or I'm putting my head down or rubbing my temples. That's what I do, like, but that's not me being angry or even stressed out, really. Well, I guess it could be perceived that way. But what it is is that's me striving. That's me fighting like that girl to, like, press in to get into his his rest because it's it can be a struggle but that should be as a life of a believer the only struggle that we have to go through amen the only struggle just like justice was saying i love that i love that during worship how you said even in the bad times the cold times he gives you a fur coat i was like yes amen so you don't have to feel the cold. You don't have to feel the struggle because he's given you a fur coat. You can be nice and cozy, resting like right in front of a fire. Amen? Proverbs 5.1. My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding. When you're in that place of rest where it's easy and light, he speaks to you. Amen? So not only is it you being in perfect peace, you being in perfect rest, you being able to go throughout your day, it's also him having an opportunity to speak to you without the distractions. 
Amen? And you want to be able to hear him because he's always speaking to us. He's always speaking to us, wanting to tell us, lead us, guide us. And if we're distracted by the things of the world and we allow ourselves to, to step out of his presence and out of his rest, then it's kind of like a, a, a hindrance to his voice in a way because you're walking further and further away like the song says with in reckless love there's nothing he won't do no lie he won't break down coming after you so when you make the choice unfortunately to to come out of that place of rest and walk away and start you know kind of like being in new york city you come out of your apartment and you hear all the the cars and the taxis and the people yelling that's kind of you stepping out and then you go back into your apartment, close the windows, the fire escape. I've never lived in New York, but I've been there. <laughs> so it's like all the things going on. So you have to fight to get back in that place. Amen. Romans 8, 5. Romans 8, 5. For those what does that say? For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit. So that's what I was talking about earlier. When we set our mind, and it is a mind, it's a mind thing. We set our mind on the flesh, which is the worldly things, the natural things. That's when things kind of go cuckoo and bonkers. And it is very distracting and easy to get frazzled. So we need to fight to get back in that place of the spirit and not live. So it says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their, thing, their minds on things of the spirit. So I just wanted to read that twice because I really want that to resonate with you guys. <clears throat> and myself, um, you want to live in the spirit, and it's possible. Live your life in the spirit, in his rest, and things will go so much easier for you. Um, so that was, that's my message, just one of the Holy Spirit's messages. That's the one thing that we should fight for. We really should fight with everything we got to get there. And I wanted to share a little bit, a, a tiny little story. Please don't judge me. My husband's like, oh great, what is she gonna say? <laughs> Justice is like, no, don't do it. <laughs> no, no. So, when I was 17, I shared this with my husband recently, and he's like, what? Um, I used to have psychotic episodes, which I believe were attack of the devil, um, I believe that those are all attacks to the devil, uh, mental illness or whatever. So the first one that I ever had, I was 17 years old and I had never done a drug, never, um, you know, I was dating a guy at the time and his dad was into a whole bunch of weird stuff and he didn't like me. So I think that, you know, but I was saved at seven years old went away from the Lord until I was 15, rededicated my life at 15. Then I went away from him again, and I was trying, I was striving, I was fighting to get back into that place, and I would ask my boyfriend at the time, hey, can we go to church? 
you know, because I was striving to get there. I knew that's where my rest was. I knew that's where my peace was. And he would go with me every now and then, but it was a struggle. Like, and I think things were going on in the background, but anyway, that's a different story. So during this first episode, I got so scared, y'all, that that was actually what was going on in my mind was Jesus had come back. He had touched down to take the people for rapture, which is weird because that's not even how it's supposed to happen. But anyway, um, so he was walking through the street here to gather his believers, which I was I was fighting so hard that my grandfather, my uncle, six police officers, they could not hold me down. That's how hard I was fighting to get out of my house, to get to Jesus so that I wouldn't be left behind. So I thought I was in hell and I thought that all my family members were demons holding me hostage in my grandparents' house. So finally they had to hog tie me I don't know, but in law enforcement, you know, you put them on their stomach and you take both their legs, both their arms behind their back, handcuff them all together, and they picked me up like that. And I was a lot smaller back then and a lot weaker, and I was still able to fight all those people off because I was fighting so hard to get to Jesus because I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to be left behind. So I only tell you that story to say, I believe that's how hard we should be fighting to enter his rest. I mean, everything obviously worked out. (laughs) I'm not in a place where I have psychotic episodes anymore, and I know that Jesus is in me, but we still need to fight that hard to enter into his rest and his peace. And so I was just giving you that visual demonstration of fighting so hard that nobody is able to hold you back Nothing of the world can hold you down because you're going to get there. You're going to get into his rest. You're going to get there. Amen? So let's pray. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. Thank you for this word. And I thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. You are present. You are tangible. You live in every one of us. And we thank you, God. We thank you that you are always there with open arms, ready, ready to speak to us ready to spend time with us, ready to dance with us and over us, God. You know us, God, and you know everything about us, and we thank you for that. We thank you that we work for nothing in our lives. You have paid the price for everything. The only thing that we strive, we labor, we constantly fight as hard as we can to do is get into your rest and stay there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for every good thing. We worship you, we honor you, and we praise you in spirit and in truth. Amen.